Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the Inner Circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the Inner Circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are listening via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the Inner Circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am so grateful and so thankful for your consistency over time and pray that you are always receiving more inspiration, more motivation, more support in realizing how blessed you already are with each and every breath and every beat of your heart, that we each are sharing a now moment of eternity, gifted by the intelligence of existence that blazes the sun, has the world spinning, its foundation causation, and the totality of all there is as existence itself. And in this now moment, it's time for us to realize the truth of our to get beyond all of the lines of demarcations, the separation, the things, the programs and whatnot based on race, religion, ethnicity, hue of people, your sexual preferences, your religions and all of that. Even now we're being divided based upon being human feeders and human eaters or useless eaters as someone would refer to us as. So we're now qualifying ourselves as vegetarian or vegans or raw foodists or pescatarians and all of that. And I'm saying it's all divisiveness. It's all divisiveness and there's no power in exalting any of it as your identity because when you put anything behind I am, you can misqualify it or disqualify it for it already has an inherent integrity as to who and what it actually is and that who that is the I am presence. We each have been gifted so much of it and it is beginningless, endless, infinite and eternal so that our absolute reality is that we are these points of it as immortals upon the planet who are already in the realm of eternity. We've come to the earth through the wombs of our mothers sparked by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers. We weren't born from the earth and we should not be buried within the earth and where our spirits are smothered within these bodies and these bodies are buried and rotting in the in the earth directly we're in a now moment where we have to realize that there is purpose in existence and none of those institutions that have taken responsibility to give us an orientation as to what life is gave us the proper orientation as to what the purpose in existence is and so I'm the one to remind us that we are here on behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of that which beats our hearts and breathes us to give it full attention and authority in our lives. And it seems like that would be a no-brainer, but under the auspices of capitalism and Satanism and Luciferianism and divisiveness and all of those who would have us so distracted that every time we think food, we think them. Every time we think beverage, we think them. Every time we think, we're thinking because of what their jingles have been and what their opinions and theories have been to the degree to which we have been duped into thinking that we're supposed to be dying from something. And I'm saying we should not be dying at all. 
And so in and out moment where we realize how very serious this genocide actually is. And some of you are in the midst of it, complicit, complacent and co-conspirating with it and still not acknowledging it. And so we're in a now moment that requires us to really take the blinders off and come to a point where you can look yourself in the eye and take responsibility for your hand in what it is you're creating as the reality. Now, when you take millions of people and billions of people who are disoriented and distracted and in a place and space where they are not fully participatory in their own exaltation, where they are not consciously caring to exalt a full effort in their living, where they are in a place and space where they are enslaved to their own appetites and genitals and passions and lusts and desires and whatnot that undermine their own degrees of self-worth, self-respect, self-esteem, worthiness, deservedness, as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. And it is our time to realize the need for the cleansing, the purification, the renewal, the rebirth, to realize that there is a socialization through culture and family and tradition and whatnot that does not serve our greatest good in our now moment as a result of being warred against, as a result of being under siege, as a result of there being ones and ones who have been experimenting with biological and chemical warfare and they turned the food into a weapon and the weapons of mass destructions as the alcohol, the tobacco, the sugar, and all of the things that we feel so happy to indulge ourselves in so that every birthday and every uh, celebration, every 4th of July and all of these other things, you want to feed off the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and all of this. And this is a day-to-day thing, but on these particular days, these hella days and whatnot, y'all just want to go all out and just be gluttonous and pig out on all of this stuff. And I'm saying this is crazy. Absolutely insane. To be in a place and space where we feel that we're entitled to subjugate, dominate, and feed off the usurpation of other beings. And ones and ones would say, well, Adama, you know, your vocabulary is such where, you know, a lot of people can't understand what you're saying. You're just like over people's heads. And I'm saying my listening audience, particularly those who've been listening for a while, are getting it. I know you're getting it. I don't know how you could not be getting it and still be listening. And so the issue is, let's make it real plain. We are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence and our bodies are divinely designed and designed divinely so that they are vehicles and vessels of immortal spirits that have been given the opportunity to come into the realm of materiality, temporality, corporality for the express purpose of self-realization, self-actualization, harmonization with the laws of existence so that we can practice what it is to be rightly aligned in our right use of the faculties that we've been given. And to take responsibility to care enough To be able to respond correctly and directly in any now moment in exalting a full effort to live well, to live. Nothing lives to kill itself. You don't see the squirrels when they're running the wires overhead. You don't see them making a high dive and say, hi, hi, 
contaminated. They splashed it down on your car and killed themselves. <laughs> you don't see the rats and <laughs> nothing else killing themselves. But walk down the street, you see you killing yourselves. You're smoking, you're drinking, you're doing all kinds of things. You are literally have allowed yourselves to be permeated and penetrated by those who don't need to be permeating and penetrating you. You understand? That's why you're all screwed up. Because it's been a penetration game. You understand? Now we're porous. Our bodies are 80% water. Our spirits are like vapor charged on the blood and that which we are consuming is going to lay foundation for the quality of our blood. And for those who say they find salvation in the blood of Jesus or the blood of Christ, I'm saying, no, that's what we should be creating as a result of our own choices in caring to facilitate our greatest good, caring to facilitate optimum cellular functioning, caring to honor the divinity of our being, caring to be in a place and space where we are attuned to the responsibilities of what it is to be conscious immortals living in the realm of eternity and having the opportunity to literally create heaven on earth where we're dwelling in a perfect peace and a perfect poise and we are creative and dynamic Activating our ingenuity, our talents, our skills, our abilities, glorifying the legacy of the lineages that we represent, bringing forward and invoking the greatness of the ones that we have come through, regardless of whether we know their names or not. And so for us to settle for being somebody's employees for 50 years, to settle for having been licensed, certified, and degreed to be able to participate in a system that perpetuates sickness, illness, disease, and death as livelihood, as popular and common activity, collective learning and education, and the path of prosperity, we should not be settling for being whores and pimps in a system that has already disqualified itself for being continued in existence as a result of being the perpetuators of death. And we don't have to participate with it. And whether you've been diagnosed and prognosed with the cancer, the diabetes, the AIDS, the sarcoidosis, whatever, 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 I don't care what they call it. I'm going to tell you this. You at this point of an absolute and supreme intelligence. And when you align yourself with the divinity of your being and respect that you function divinely and their perfection is an inherent part of existence. And now you have the opportunity to embrace the truth of your being as divinity in expression and to consciously care to function as such. To be in a place where love, love is your calling card. You're immersed in nothing but the appreciation, the gratitude, the respect and the reverence of what it is to be. To understand the sacredness of life, the sanctity of life. And to be respectful of the right of beings and the right of other races and nations and people to have the rights to their lives. 
and to realize that love is that which is the harmony of the whole, the truths of existence, that we are all these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal. It is male, female, both, and neither. And we're having practical, everyday experiences where we are embracing the reality that we're male, female, both, and neither. That when it comes down to who and what we are, we are spirit in these bodies. And the condition and the quality of our bloodstream lays foundation for the quality of thought that we're able to think. The quality of our ingenuity, our talents, our skills, abilities. Who are you serving? What are you working towards? What is your gift? Who are you as the gift? And in a now moment where we see the plethora and the pandemic of sickness, illness and disease and the spread of all manners of things that are taking people out. Now you are being held accountable and responsible for making choices on a day to day basis that are truly in your own best interest. Now, the reality that you may be in a circle of people or not who really will support you in making decisions that are truly in your best interest. Because you find it easy to find people who will light your crack pipe and light your cigars and light your black and miles and light your cigarettes and, and serve you the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows and all manners of things that create all manners of sickness, illness and disease within your spirit, within your mind, within your emotions, within your physical body. When you have a people that will support you in your dying, it's a problem. And so we have to come to loving ourselves and loving ourselves enough where it's all right to be selfish enough that you are not going to allow other ones to work towards your demise so that you yourself are getting the support that you need to exalt a full effort and a full life's urge so that your life becomes the gift. And with each and every breath and every beat of your heart, you're completely committed to honoring and glorifying the legacy of the lineages that you represent and creating legacy on behalf of the lineages that you represent so that your name can be uttered and called a hundred years from now. See, the time is passing quickly. And where we have not really understood what childhood was about in terms of learning the virtues of character that are consistent with who we are as the children of an absolute and supreme intelligence that we refer to as God, then those lessons may come hard as we mature or as we have become adulterated no longer what the Creator intended for itself as our reality. And so in our now moment, taking responsibility to really get clear about what you're living for, what really matters to you, but to spend money on that which undermines your cellular functioning, that which creates sickness, illness, and disease in you is not wise. It's not love. It may be part of the legalities of a capitalistic system that has as its adage 
let the buyer beware the laissez-faire. You understand? And so anything can be put on the market for you because people have the right to capitalize. Capitalize on your stupidity. Capitalize on your ignorance. Capitalize on your miseducation. Capitalize on all the lies that they have been putting forward so that we are not discriminating. We are not discerning. We are not attuned to the absolute truth. We are spinning in theory and opinion. But we weren't told to theorize and be so opinionated. We were told to know the truth and the truth would make us free. And the freedom is not the freedom to be civil. It's not the freedom to be wicked. It's not the freedom to be killing ourselves. The real freedom is our allowing the intelligence of our being to be free to function as intelligence does, always in its own best interest, always in the best interest of the whole, never doing anything to undermine itself. Exalting a full effort, honoring itself as oneself, and consciously and consistently unfolding, exalting, maturing, cultivating, utilizing, transcending, transforming, and transmuting everything towards our greater good. We have leverage in this now moment. And so with all the disease and all the viruses and all of the things that everyone is, is dying from and whatnot, then it matters what you're reaching for. And I'm the one to say that we should be cleansing on a daily basis, just like you brush your teeth and you bathe the outside of your body, that bathing the inside of your body, cleaning your bloodstream, you understand, opening up the channels of elimination so the toxins and the acids and the viruses and the bacteria and whatnot are able to get out of your system and your immune system cannot be compromised. But when you have been fed the aborted fetuses of chickens and hens and quail and ostriches and alligators and fish and all of these things, I'm telling you, this is not food for these bodies. It might be food for something else, but it is not food for human beings directly. We're breatharian first. We have to breathe. It is the breath of life that helps to oxygenate these cells, and they will tell you that cancer cells cannot survive in a well-oxygenated environment, so that when you're feeding off the flesh of dead animals, dead pigs, dead cows, dead chickens, dead fish, dead crab, dead lobster, and all of that, it really is not oxygenating. It's not hydrating. It doesn't add water to your system. It's not mineralizing. There's no real life force that's in it, except for the eggs of the parasite and the worms and organisms that are deeply embedded in the tissues that will come alive after the preservatives wear off and whatnot so that that and they are helping to decompose and decay it so that it can move through your system. Otherwise, it doesn't move through the system. And with all of the bread and the rice and the pasta and the flour products and the cheese and all of that stuff that creates all of this mucus, that creates all of this acidity, that creates all of this absolutely perfect environment for the proliferation of viruses and bacteria and organisms and whatnot, then we have to really know that your greatest defense 
against the coronavirus or any of the other ones is to be cleansing and nourishing yourselves to give up the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, and all manners of these artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutri-sweet, aspartame laden, alcohol, tobacco, sugar, and all of this garbage, which has created all of this disease. And yes, it may be fun ingesting these things or the vibe that it gives you, whatever, but it is not serving your greater good and it's not facilitating your being able to serve the greater good. And that's what we're here to do. Life is not arbitrary. It's not just whatever the hell you want to do, the way you want to do it and forget anything and anybody that gets in the way of it. That's how some people think, but that's erroneous thought. It's delusion to think that you can issue a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and then not meet a tragic date with fate. That is death. Now, the issue is, is that because we're already in eternity, then how long will you be dead? If you can get out the body as a dead person, then where do you go as a dead person? One who never really embraced the sanctity of life, the duty, obligation, and responsibility to exalt a full effort in living to honor That which beats your heart and breathes you to love it with your whole body, heart, mind, with all of your might. To have loved your neighbors as you love yourself. Everybody is a neighbor because we're all dwelling in the reality of this absolute and supreme intelligence as points of absolute and supreme intelligence. And to be supremely intelligent is quite all right right now, especially in the midst of all of this stupidity and sanity. Degradation, deprivation, starvation, molestation, rape, incarceration, all of that is stuff. And the demonic nations of, of, of a fallen humanity. Our now time is calling us to rise. Our now time is calling us to care. Our now time is calling us to clear, cleanse, purify, be renewed, rebirth, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified. So that we are serving in the resurrection of us. As a global humanity. It's not just for one people or the other people. It is for all of existence. This is an intelligence issue. It's not a black or white issue. Any any people. As well as all other beings. And should be concerned about their existence. Even though the dogs and the cats and those and ones may not have an audible conversation with us about their continuation in existence. They are not trying to do anything to be killing themselves. And when we talk about the divine intelligence or, or being the most intelligent beings upon the planet having been given dominion over all other ones and whatnot, that dominion was not to be killing and usurping and bastardizing and creating all manners of harm and stress and degradation and pollution and violation and all of that. That comes as a result of the distortion that was charged upon the blood of those who would prefer to eat the butt and the intestines and the feet and the ears and the lips of pigs and have that rotting in your body and then douse yourself with alcohol and tobacco and sugar and then want to be respected as intelligent people. 
the blood becomes so thick and so filthy that the filth that we see upon the planet is as a result of what's going on inside the people. The degradation of the people is manifesting as the desertification and whatnot that is going on upon the planet. So as we care to exalt a full effort in our living, as we care to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, renewed, rebirthed, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, as we care to be well oxygenated and hydrated and mineralized and alkalized and open up all channels of elimination so that the years of nitrates and nitrites and BHA and BHT and preservatives and all of these things can get out of our bodies as we care to be able to infuse the frequency and the vibration of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom and absolute truth as reality of our lives and everything will reflect that. And food will grow where we are because Everything is intelligent. And as we are realizing, actualizing, and harmonizing with the will of existence, the love of existence, the laws of existence, to stand in the integrity of our own authenticity as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of it. To be in a direct line of light with our angels, our guides, our guardians, to be under the auspices of our souls. Then we can envision and we can see and we can be the living testament and the testimonial of the glory and the power and the fulfillment of the promise of the gift of eternal life and heaven on earth. And when it comes time to leave, we left. We did not die here. On behalf of the lineages that we represent, all of those whose names we can call and the infinity of those whose names we will never know. On behalf of those who have gifted us with their ingenuity, their talents, their skills, their abilities, their realizations, their revelations, their epiphanies, their gifts. It is our time to bathe in our gratitude and our thanksgiving to become points and center of absolute love, absolute light, absolute wisdom, and absolute truth. To be fearless, courageous, cleared, cleansed, and purified, and aligned with the absolute and supreme intelligence that is greater than anything and all things that man has created. To the glory of the whole of existence upon the earth and beyond the earth. You're in a now moment of eternity where you're being called to rise, you're being called to clear, you're being called to cleanse, you're being called to care. To give your gifts and to be who you are as this living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal point of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to be supremely intelligent to not be killing at all. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.
You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama. And so we have to care to get the most out of ourselves, <laughs> to live the best lives. And the possibilities are infinite. It's just that under years and years of oppression, cellular oppression, misinformation, miseducation, political, economic, and social manipulation, then it matters that we really are intensely intentional in doing daily that which will facilitate our restoration, our realignment, reattunement, harmonization with the will of existence, the light that is the only victory possible over the sinfulness, the chaos, the degradation, the violation, the separation, and all of that that we are experiencing that brings no joy. There should be joy and happiness in our living, but it's very difficult to have the fullness of what we get being in light if we're not in our light. So the joy, the happiness, the peace, the poise, the power, the prosperity, the the glory, we get all of that when we are literally working and living in harmony with the will of existence and the fulfillment of the love and law and the law that is love. And we can have it. Arnold Patton wrote a book years ago called We Can Have It All. And the all is what we've already been given. We all we always have access to it. Is there's no lack of the all. There is. There is no lack of the intelligence of existence. There's no lack of the the beauty of it. There's no lack. Of, of real peace when you see these beautiful, beautiful photographs of sunrises and sunsets and ocean views and blue skies and mountains and caverns. And you understand, there's no end to the beauty and the depth of the phenomenalness and the majesty of being, of life itself. And whether we are world-traveled or not, dwelling in the presence and by virtue of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence would give us the opportunity to find contentment and happiness and joy wherever we are because we are always in it, always points of it the fullness of existence itself, that which we refer to as as God. But the God and the goddess is actually the personification of who we each have the opportunity to step into the integrity of by virtue of being in alignment with the intelligence of existence, the intelligence of our own being, and uh, literally 
acknowledging, recognizing, and respecting, reverencing, appreciating, and facilitating the harmony of the whole of ourselves and realizing it's just oneself. When we and ones are a detriment to themselves and are divided within themselves, and it's very difficult to really have exalted care and love and intentions. And to facilitate the quality of integrity with the divinity of our being. Because it's very difficult to feel divine when your blood is defiled. It's very difficult to feel worthy and deserving when your memories, your emotional and mental body is steeped in violation and sinfulness and shame and blame and game and all of that that we have gotten as a result of the adulteration And so, in this now moment, we have the opportunity to realign ourselves, to clear ourselves, to consciously care, to realize that the divinity of our being, the way that we have been gifted to the earth, we've come to the earth through the wombs of our mother's spot by the divine sacred fluid from our fathers, so we should have an orientation towards the sacredness and the divinity of being. We didn't create any of this. And the little responsibility we have. (laughs) We're acting like we don't have any responsibility. I'm saying, no, we should be able to respond correctly and directly in any now moment towards the greater good. But it's difficult when you're a detriment to yourselves. The individual should be indivisible. We should be in a place and space where we're whole beings, male, female, both and neither, that we are literally the personification of the divinity of the intelligence of existence that has gifted itself to each and every one of us, that has gifted itself to our lineage to express its divinity in life through our thoughts, our words, our creativity, our music, our dance, our poetry, our writings, our books, our whatever. And so we're grateful. And we should be expressing our gratitude and our thanksgiving for all of that that we have gotten the, as beneficiaries of the gifts of all of those who come before us with who are those who are with us. And to do that which is ours to ensure the progression of our lineages and to lay a greater foundation for those who've yet to come. But we have to make correction. 
the systems of education and religious training and all of that, they really need to be a reflection and a proponent of the exaltation of the right of all beings to have the right to their lives. And a lot of people just can't conceive of what it would be like not to be eating flesh. But to, then to realize that you're dealing in, in trusting those who are the profiteers and the perpetuators of a death industry. Do you, can you really trust these people? I'm just saying the slaughterhouses are not clean places from the beginning. And to look at the amount of distortion and violation and chemical uh, bombardment and whatnot that has taken place with the land that grows food to feed these animals and then how much death there is and how many animals are being fed the flesh of other animals. I'm just saying, why would you trust these people? You understand? And not realize that whatever viruses, coronavirus, any other virus and bacteria and organisms that you have in your body are from the flesh that you've been eating. But y'all think it's something that you're going to get out the air. I'm like, wow, this is really insane. My brother friend Michael, Michael Joseph wrote a book years ago, Animals in the Digestive System, AIDS, Animals in the Digestive System. You understand? And now there's a disconnect between the coronavirus and, and being carnivorous. You understand? I'm just saying is that the intelligence of existence is perfect, okay? Perfection is an inherent part of existence. And it did not create that which is detrimental to, to itself. That's floating in the air, landing everywhere. You understand? So I'm just saying, if we have been properly nourished, nurtured, cellularly edified, consistently over time, there'd be no sickness, illness, and disease. And we would be able to see the exaltation of the divinity of man and womb man as the perpetuator and the progenitor of lineages of people. We would be able to see the harmony. We would be able to really work together as, as families, as communities and whatnot. But no, they have everybody selling themselves out to people into industries and, and companies and whatnot that don't have your best interests at heart. And the ones that you have affinity for you understand, then you dissipate your life force with the ones you have affinity for. You don't grow businesses and create, you know, dynasty and whatnot with family members and all of this because that's the divisiveness. You don't want to give you that kind of leverage. You know, capitalism requires slaves. It requires the capitalization of, of the life force of other things and other beings. And so, capitalism is a cancer in the world. It is not light. And in order to make it light, then the people themselves have to become light. So that we are able to get the direct downloads of insight and inspiration to know how to really 
cultivate life, exalt life, facilitate and enhance and increase and magnify and amplify life (laughs) with our own life currency. The time in which we're living is awesomely filled with the opportunity to step into the divinity of our being and to know that there is a right way to be and in the right alignment with life and its law and its love and the reverence and respect and the appreciation, the gratitude, the thanksgiving, the harmony, the peace, the cleanliness, the order, the purification, the consecration. We literally would create heaven on earth where our children are protected, where our marriages would work, where we would have no sickness, no illness, and no disease. We can achieve it. I'll be forward in just a bit. Education should have given us the keys to a successful life. Our religious training should have given us the keys to successful life. We should be in a culture that exalts the way of living that ensures our successes in life. But it has to be a success in living, not just success in business, not just success in conquest not just success in acquisition, but success in the realization of self, in self-actualization, harmonization with the intelligence of our being directly, in learning how to facilitate a healthy, highly ethical, highly moral, rightly aligned orientation for maturing as men, the progenitor of lineages and wound men, the perpetuator of lineages, and to understand that there is no work that we could do, particularly in our now moment, that is greater than reestablishing and reorienting ourselves for true success in life to reverse the issues that have crystallized in our tissues that have manifested as sickness, illness, and disease of whatever name. And to know that there's no real progression that we can have as long as we're sick and diseased. And so our care for ourselves and ourselves for one another, for each other, for all orders of existence is a necessary thing 
in understanding what love is and how love functions, how love operates. It enhances, it enriches, it enlivens, it facilitates, it cultivates, it expands and facilitates healing and wholeness. And as each of our bodies is cleared and cleansed from the violations of, of the violators and violence. And we are focused intensely, intentionally in hydrating, oxygenating, mineralizing, alkalizing, opening up all channels of elimination so that we are truly facilitating consistent regeneration, rejuvenation at the cellular level, liberating ourselves from all of the toxicity so that we can be whole and centered in our bodies. Consecrate these bodies as the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses in this now moment and this realm of eternity. And as every atom and every cell of our being is permeated and penetrated and love is anchored in the very fabric of ourselves, then everything thrives in every body. And it's all right to get beyond all of the divisiveness, the racism, the sexism, the homophobia, all of this stuff to acknowledge the divinity of all of our being directly. But we have the responsibility individually and collectively of coming to a place and space on a daily basis where we strive not to be enslaved to anything or anybody, no drugs, no substances, no chemicals, no appetites and desires, not our genitals and not our our fear and inferiority not to be enslaved to anything. Understand, but we've not really acknowledged what real freedom actually is. It's not the freedom to, to destroy, the freedom to defile, the freedom to capitalize and bastardize and usurp. That's no freedom. Freeing the intelligence of our being, that omnipotent an omnipresent energy that we have been gifted so that we are exalting a full effort in our living, our loving, our being, our enhancing, our enriching, our caring, facilitating life, experiencing what it is to walk as liberated ones, liberated from the fear and the detriment liberated from following the auspices of those who have no real care, being able to see through the delusion and the illusion that success in acquiring money does not necessarily mean that you have truly been successful in living. And so let us come to that place and space where it really matters to us. 
in the privacy of our own homes, in our own temples, our own bodies. That we will take the time consistently to knock and ask and seek and apply ourselves to our, towards our wholeness. Consciously caring to be in the support and circle of those who really care towards wholeness. Towards real love, light, wisdom, truth, peace, poise, power, potency. Victory and triumph over situations and circumstances and conditions. And where you really know that you're ready, even if you don't think you're ready, but you would prefer to be living a life without pain and suffering, disease and pharmaceuticals and doctors and surgeries and whatnot. Then your number for life support is 678-760-9299. We didn't get into these situations by ourselves. It's the culture that we've been raised in. Many of our mothers, as well-intended as they may have been, did not outthink this. Our fathers either. And to be in a place where men don't feel like they're real men unless they're toxic, unless they're drinking, unless they're smoking, unless they're getting high, unless, you understand, they're out of order, that is a part of the socialization of a death culture. That's the evidence of being warred against. So when the people are warring against you, they definitely don't want the men to be in a place where they're rightly aligned and attuned. To being able to respond correctly and directly to being under siege, of course they don't. That's why the behavior has been modified. That's why there's so much drug and chemical and, and um, poison available to us, masquerading as food and masquerading as that which makes life fun. <laughs> we must be much better without it. So those of you who work for these companies, get the support that you need so that you are able to outthink this because money is not the adequate measure of a life that's well lived in truth but the wealth of oneself the expression of your own gifts and talents and that which is an honor and a glory to the lineages that you represent is a much greater evidence of your care to really cultivate and develop the richness of life because you will be the reflection of it. In the meantime and in between time, know that every day is a new day to have another thought. Whatever we did in our past, life is always giving more of itself to us. We should not be cutting off our connection with it and our breath or undermining ourselves and ourselves. It is our day for our rise, our liberation, our being able to transmute, transform, and 
transcend all of the things so that we are stepping into the light of the truth of the ones that we actually are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence whose intelligence is all there is as existence itself. It's so, so, so forgiving, so loving, so encompassing. <laughs> See, there's nowhere we could be without it. And so let's begin to really rejoice in the blessedness of our being, celebrate our lives, because that emotional frequency of the joy and the celebration and the gratitude and the thanksgiving, that's alkalizing for the system. All of the negativity and the backbiting and the criticizing and all of that, that creates a whole nother frequency of energy that does not facilitate your health and your well-being. So let's be. Be whole, be well, be all that we were born to be is these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence. It's a choice, but it is the gift. And so let's honor the gift that we each are by giving generously of ourselves. Because when you are authentic with yourself and alignment and attuning with the one true being that is the gift of all selves, and we all are enriched, enhanced, uplifted, strengthened, and more whole as a result of it. Continue to rejoice in the blessedness of your being be the blessing you are. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal.